0: Hi, and welcome back to the 24-7 Mom Podcast. This is Eliza Furman, and I am so excited today to be talking about dinner parties and hosting guests. So my strong belief is keep calm and make a plan. So I love hosting, I love hosting dinner parties, I love hosting dinners, and it's one of my favorite things, and Josh's, to have guests over. However, my personality is also very anxious and nervous and stressed out. So Josh all the time says, Why are you doing this? Why are you making yourself so stressed? Maybe we shouldn't host if it makes you this stressed out. So over the years, I've come to have dinner parties, have guests, and be more calm about it. And I have some things that now I do, and I plan, and I am so much more calm, and I really enjoyed the whole process, and during the party, I'm still so calm and happy, or dinner. So my first tip is write down a plan and create a menu. If you're creating a menu from cookbooks, um, when you write down the item or thing you are going to cook, next to it, write the page number um, and the cookbook where you got the recipe. And if you found it online or on Pinterest, print it out so it's already ready to go. And then once you have your menu, then create a list from the recipes. So you look at all the recipes and you write a pantry list and a non-perishable list, like fruits, vegetables, produce, meat, fish, all that. Then two to three days in advance before your dinner or dinner party, shop your pantry list. And then the day before, shop your perishable list. That way you're all shopped up, ready to go. And then the day before you're hosting, I like to really clean the house just everywhere I can and a lot of times Josh will take the kids to the park or they'll have a movie out back or do something so I could really focus and clean. I love to have a clean house all the time but I like to have an extra clean house if I'm hosting Um, and I think a lot of people are like that as well. So the night before we have guests I set the table like extra special. I normally try to keep our dining room, always have a set table, but I do a little bit of a nicer table when we have guests or a dinner party. And I like to set out the flowers and I like to set out, you know, everything that I'm going to serve on and write little post-it notes on those trays of what I plan to put in them based on my menu. That way I could sort of eye the table and say, Hmm, this fits, this looks too crowded, this won't really work, and change around and play with it a little bit. And then I also like to set out an outfit that I'm going to wear and an outfit for the kids. That way, A, I know exactly what I'm going to wear. And if it's 20 minutes before guests are coming in the door, I don't have to rush into my room and be like, oh my God, which I wear? Which should I wear? That stresses me out. So to decide ahead of time what I'm going to wear is really helpful. And also, I love getting the kids dressed, but a lot of times before a dinner party or before hosting, I get overwhelmed and can't really pause to get the kids dressed. So I usually have Josh get the kids dressed. So it's really nice if I could figure out ahead of time what they're going to wear so he doesn't have to say, hey, does this work? Hey, does that work? Um, and then how I do like cooking, is I cook as much as I can ahead of time. So anything that is able to be made ahead of time, I make ahead of time. And one of my favorite cookbooks um, about cooking ahead of time is Ina Garten's new cookbook called Make It Ahead. And all those recipes are able to be made ahead, which is really nice. So if I'm making fish or meat, I'll have it marinated the night before and then cook it right before the guests come so it's like serving, pipe, served piping hot. But there's so many things that could be made ahead of time. So I start usually cooking the night before we have guests and then cook a lot throughout the day. And I try to organize it out by what temperature things have to be cooked at, how long they have to be cooked for, and I write that all down on my menu. That way I could figure out how to cook. Because you don't want to start cooking and realize, oh, this bread has to be cooked at 400 degrees, and this fish has to be cooked at 350, and oh no, I only have you know two hours left before my dinner party. Or you don't want your fish smelling up the bread because that will like infuse the bread with flavors. So I really like to plan it all out. And the more you plan out ahead of time, I promise you, you will feel so much more calm going into it. So another tip is I love to clean as I cook. So once I'm done, let's say making bread, I I clean the bowl that I made the dough in. I clean up the flour and whatever else I used and put it all away and clean the countertops and then start making the cake or whatever I'm making next. That way, My kitchen's always clean and you focus better on what you're cooking. Um, So a clean kitchen really means a lot. And then before, when the guests come, I like to clean up too. So the whole kitchen's pretty much sparkling. And of course you're going to have like maybe salad dishes or things like that that you're putting together. But it makes it look like you're so much more calm and happy to have dinner guests versus when the hostess is like scrambling around all stressed out and overwhelmed the kitchen's a wreck the sink is full of dishes to me that's like my worst I don't want people to see me like that I don't want to be that person I don't want to be like that so for me that's a really nice thing to have a clean kitchen and then about 20 to 30 minutes before everyone walks in the door, that's when I take a couple of deep breaths, calm down, like a quick five-minute meditation, I change in the outfit I laid out, I put my makeup on, very light, I don't like to wear a lot of makeup, and I light some candles all around the house, I put on my playlist or my record player, I quick and I quickly wipe down the guest bathroom. Um, And then I go back to cooking, I place the cheese boards or such on the table, and I start to put together the salads and little finger foods and appetizers. That way, I'm very calm when people walk in the door and not stressed out and overwhelmed. So those are like some of my top tips for throwing a dinner party or dinner. We host a lot, probably more than a lot of families. I love to cook and we love to have people over, so I would say... Minimum, we host three times a week, if not more. Um, And then I have some more tips as well that I'd love to share. So I'm sorry I'm going to be rambling because I just have all my notes all over the place. But um, and bear with me because I'm still learning this whole podcast thing. But I really love sharing my tips and ideas for everyone else, because I always do that on my Instagram stories, but then also it like reiterates it for myself. And I, I love it. Um, and I love podcasts. I really enjoy podcasts when I cook and when I'm getting ready for hosting a dinner party or doing laundry or driving in the car, podcasts are one of my favorite things. And I was like, you know what? Why don't I start one? So that's what I'm doing. Okay. So what to wear? I think wearing a dress that's super easy Uh, maybe like a caftan and going barefoot super casual I usually wear some nice bracelets perfect hostess attire Um, really any big dress will do especially when you're in a rush planning a dinner party it's it looks really nice but it's really easy to get dressed it's not like a ton of different pieces um And I usually will add a little bit of lip gloss and mascara, but keep it very simple. Either I will wear my hair down or put it up in a big messy bun. And wear some gold hoops or some little studs. I also love to wear um, some light Deborah Lippmann nude nail polish. Because I never wear shoes when I entertain. And I love this creamy neutral color. It's really pretty. my track of my numbers. Okay, so easy recipes that are quick and easy to put together are super important. Especially if you're having last minute dinner guests, I like to always keep a stocked pantry. That way it makes throwing together some delicious meals super easy. The Art of Simple Food is a really nice cookbook by Alice Waters, and I use this cookbook constantly for the recipes, her inspiration. I like to flip through the pages even before I go to the farmer's market just to get ideas I think Alice Waters is a genius, and I really highly recommend that cookbook. All her cookbooks are great, but The Art of Simple Food is really inspiring. Okay, so here are some tips for a last-minute party, and I love to host last-minute. Sometimes they're just you know, another couple for dinner. Or sometimes we like to host really last minute parties where we just like invite a ton of friends last minute. So how do you keep calm and do that? How how do you throw a party last minute? So that is something I love to figure out how to do and how to make it easier. So for sure, if you have more tips, DM me because I'm always looking for easier ways to do things. But I love keeping my you know, a bottle of rosé of white wine or champagne chilling in the fridge because that's really easy to just go. And another thing I love to do is do a big cheese board because everyone loves cheese and they're super easy to put together. So it's just a quick, you know, thing to put together last minute. So I love going to Trader Joe's. I think they're a great resource for cheeses. for very inexpensive and very good. So, I would recommend having a big wooden board um, to put your cheese platter on and getting some grapes or cut up apples or something like that. Some fruit and maybe some figs, a little bit of maybe fig jam. And then Trader Joe's has amazing assortment of crackers. They have ones that come with different flavors of crackers or um, they have these special... Um, little crackers with like dried figs inside them and they have um, garlic bread like sticks and Italian bread sticks and all things like that so those are really great for cheese boards and then I'll go to the cheese section and I'll pick out like three or four cheeses and I will go to the nut section and they have these amazing Marcona almonds with like roasted sea salt and rosemary that are really yummy Um, or they have um cinnamon pecans or something like that, and you could easily put together a really nice cheese board for not that expensive, make it look super Instagram worthy, and everyone would think you spent hours planning it out. It really is one of my go-to for a quick, easy, you know... Beginning a party or dinner is a gorgeous cheese board. I really highly recommend it. And you could look on Pinterest or you know the hashtag on Instagram like cheese board and get all sorts of ideas of how to put one together. Um, one of my favorite blogs, uh, what What's Gobby Cooking? Um, she does a really cool tutorial on how to put together a cheese board. So you could do that, or also a really easy, you know beginning appetizer is a crudité. Am I pronouncing that correctly? I'm not sure. But just have a ton of different vegetables and then quickly whip up maybe some, you know, dips like a hummus or a pesto or something like that. Really quick, really easy and make it really pretty. Also look on Pinterest for certain ideas. Um, so I really like simple, easy, quick appetizers and And I like to have easy recipes to fall back on that are quick and easy to make. So, you know, some basic, easy chicken breast recipes, a big green salad, um, a really quick, easy tart. So really simple, really classic, but really delicious. And everyone will be impressed, I promise. Um, Let's say your house is okay, but not super clean. I would say for sure sweep the floors and for sure clean the guest bathroom. Guests almost always will ask to use the bathroom. And if they see a really clean bathroom, they'll just assume the rest of your house is as clean and as sparkling as that. Um, and then after just, you know, spruce up the living room and dining room. Um, and always a good playlist or, you know, records, classic soul records. You can never go along with Louie. who doesn't like soul. Any nice music in the background will really make your whole get together so much nicer. And after dinner, what's really nice is to have, like, a fire pit in the backyard. I love having all our friends gathered around the fire, have some drinks and nibbles, and playing some really nice music. It's the perfect post-dinner activity, and I like to lay um, Pendleton and Mexican blankets on the ground so we can just lounge and hang out and chill. Um, And everyone always feels like I planned it forever, and it's just easy go-to things. That's really the key. Okay, I really think that a couple things make your house seem a lot nicer um for guests. So I definitely think having extra toilet paper in the bathroom is really important and a, plenty of hand soap and a really nice um washcloth or handcloth, I mean, um, make sure those are really stocked up your bathroom and then really nice scented candles everywhere and fresh flowers or fresh leaves from outside in some nice boxes all around the house and things like that really mean a lot I really think that to set the tone of a really nice dinner the mood the atmosphere it all plays part of it um Okay, so now some tips on kids. So definitely one of the biggest things is when we have a big party, for example, a kid's birthday where we have, you know, 50 plus people coming or 100 plus people coming. One of the biggest tips I have is recommend and recommend to you is to hire a babysitter or someone to come play with your kids for most of the day, and that way you and your husband or your wife, if you 're a guy listening, um, can focus on cleaning the house and getting ready for the party and This is one of the things that has changed our lives we 've only have we only have been doing this for about the past year now, but before that, it was so much more stressful because I wanted Josh to watch the kids, but I also needed his help setting up for the party. So having someone else watch the kids and play with them was life-changing. And now we even sometimes do it like hire someone to play with the kids when we are having like a really nice dinner party. It is super helpful and super nice. Now, let's say you can't afford help. I would definitely say have your husband watch the kids while you cook or the other way around if he's cooking um, and have one person just be there for the kids. That way the kids aren't nagging you or needing you to entertain them and you have to keep stopping and pausing whatever you're doing or getting ready for. So that's one of my top tips for kids and hosting a dinner party or any type of party. Um, My next tip is you know, twenty minutes before guests come in, make sure everyone has a clean diaper, went to the bathroom because sometimes when guests come, kids are really excited. They forget that they have to go to the bathroom. So definitely try to get that pee or whatever break before they come. Make sure they have clean faces, their hairs are their hairs done, they're dressed, they look presentable, and then talk to them about who's coming. A lot of times I think that if you You tell a kid too early in advance, they're whining for a very long time like, oh, when's, you know, uncle or aunt or friend or whatever coming over. But if you tell them a little bit beforehand, then they get really excited and then they're not nagging you all day for that person to be here already. So... I will say, you know, grandma and grandpa are coming in 20 minutes, and they'll get so excited, and then when grandma and grandpa come in the door, you know, they're super excited, and it's it really plays out well that way. Um, so that is one of my big tips. What else about kids? Um, I like to have the kids participate in helping as much as I can so that they learn. So I love to have them like clean up their room and if they want to have a toy or something to show um, whoever's coming over, they could put that aside, but really have them clean up and help set things out for guests. So a big thing is if you're having adults, don't expect your kid to sit at a dinner table for two hours. And I think there are some people that do expect their kids to do that. And I think that's really hard. It's really hard for, you know, let's say my four-year-old to sit at our dinner table with a ton of adults talking about adult things. So he knows he could ask to be excused and go play in his room or go play in the living room. And he's only allowed to bring a certain amount out into the house when everyone's over so he knows he could you know take legos out play with legos and then if he wants to play with something else like do origami he has to put the legos away and take the origami out that usually is the rule all the time but even more so when guests are here um now not about kids but just something i really really highly recommend is before guests come take out the trash it's really I think sets a really nice clean tone to not have full trash cans everywhere. Um, Okay, I think that's it for today. Um, I love sharing with you guys and thank you for tuning in to the 24-7 Mom Podcast and I love, love, love how this is going and I hope to continue it and um, tune in more. And if you want to check me out anymore, I'm on Instagram as the 24 seven mom. And I also have a website, which I am working on putting a blog up called Eliza A L I Z A F U H R M A N. Have a good week, everyone. Bye.